five and South Africa's joined the world in sending its condolences to the United States after the shooting that left 11 people dead and six wounded at a synagogue in Pittsburgh. A man identified as Robert Bowers stormed the building and opened fire while shouting all Jewish people must die. The 46-year-old faces 29 criminal charges but this shooting has also given rise to an unexpected backlash against the president. The New York Times reports that more than 16,000 people have signed an open letter to President Donald Trump from the leaders of a Pittsburgh-based Jewish group who say the president won't be welcome in the city unless he denounces white nationalism and stops targeting minorities. Wits University Professor of International Relations John Stremlau is in the United States at the moment and joins us from there. Uh, lovely to have you on the program. Thank you for joining us, Prof. An astonishing letter from these Jewish leaders who've gone as far as to say yesterday's violence is the direct culmination of Trump's influence. Well, it is a, an extraordinary uh, reaction, but it's a terrible, terrible tragedy for the people of Pittsburgh and for the nation. And it's, of course, the third uh, killing of, of the past week. They had um, the pipe bomber, oh, actually no deaths in the pipe bomber, but 13 of uh, Trump's highest, most visible critics, uh, former presidents and the like. Um, he was arrested, Cesar Sayak. And then earlier in the week, Alan Bush, 51-year-old white guy, killed two blacks in a racist uh, killing down in Louisville, Kentucky, so that the Pittsburgh tragedy where uh, many more lives were lost is the culmination of the mood that I think Donald Trump is sowing in his very inflammatory rhetoric toward um, the hard right. And uh, I understand very well why the good people of the Pittsburgh congregation of the Tree of Life Synagogue have gone ahead and done this letter. I understand the letter went on to say, Prof, that the Jewish community is not the only group Trump's targeted. He's also deliberately undermined the safety of people of color, Muslims, LGBTQ people, and of course, people with disabilities. Have Trump or his administration responded to the statement? Not to my knowledge as yet. He's been campaigning um, almost nonstop in key Senate districts around the country. And indeed, just yesterday, for heaven's sakes, where um, he deplaned after doing one of his campaign rallies. He talked about the wind from his uh, uh, airplane engine on his hair at a time when, you know, former presidents from Ronald Reagan to Bill Clinton to George W. Bush to Barack Obama in moments like this have empathized with and tried to bring the country together after these tragedies. Uh, Trump seems totally tone deaf on this score and has really no uh, demonstrated empathy, even though his uh, daughter is a converted Jew and yes. his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is a devout Jew. Well, that, that's an interesting thing, Prof. I mean, in my view, Trump would probably see himself as the champion of Jewish people in America. I'm not sure he'll understand why he's being accused of inciting violence against them. Look, I, I, I wish I could help you on understanding the psychology of Donald Trump, but he's unlike any president I've ever studied in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And he seems to be completely devoid of the capacity for empathy or for understanding. And he's only about where his polls are, what his 
a press reaction is, and can he now score somehow a protective uh, majority in the Senate to prevent uh, further investigation into him? Because I don't think he can stop the Democrats from winning the Congress next Tuesday. But it's it's um, it's it's a very interesting moment yeah. in American politics, but a very real tragedy for the people of Pittsburgh and the nation because this killing is a real hate crime. Mm. Uh, we've already seen a Muslim crowdfunding initiative take off for those caught up in the shooting. Do you see this growing into some kind of a, a movement where minority groups of different backgrounds begin uniting to deal with the threat of Trump's nationalism? I, I truly hope so. You know, South Africa is a country that belongs to all who live there, united in its diversity. I'd like to think America could aspire to that that to that objective as well but at the moment we're in very dark days here and the recent election in brazil is a reminder that illiberal elections are happening in very very many places today so that the beacon of south africa i hope will burn more brightly and we were certainly reminded of that at the u.n general assembly with the mandela statue was unveiled these these are very trying times for america thank you so much for your insight into that story professor john stremer